It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, one man that's not traveling at the moment, Heels. He is stuck at home because he's still not feeling well. He sounds worse this morning than when I spoke to him last night. Morning, Pat. Morning, guys. How are you? Very well, mate. Yeah, well, I won't won't inflict this on you. I mean, I'm I'm doing everything I can. I've got all the the pills and I've got the mouthwashes and I've got the, you you name it, the gargling and the lot. But uh, I just can't get rid of it. It's not uh, not COVID. I've had a couple of tests the last two days and I'm free and easy. But uh, it's a lovely way to start holidays from uh, seven, isn't it? I've got a couple of weeks off seven. uh, Oh, I have you. Yeah. Oh, well, doctor's certificate, Patty, you'll get those back. That'll be all anyway. right. That'll be all right. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's going to do me much good, is it? Uh, we've put the pressure on you, or I have anyway, with um, your big gala Beatles-like performance on the rooftop here at Fortitude Valley on December 9. Well, I wanted yeah. you to count down your top 10 most memorable moments in the 47 years you've been at seven. It's culminating in number one on Friday, December 9. We're going to start it yesterday, but you weren't well and weren't well enough to even have a chat with Zorks and I, but that was okay. But today, um, I thought you'd be better than you are. I apologise for this. Yeah, we'll we could just do twice. number 10 today. You reckon just number 10? Yeah, and, and later on we'll do two and three together or four okay. and five. Right, Hills has made that decision, Patty, so you can go okay. back to bed. All right? So what is... That like okay, what is number 10? Uh, well, I've got to go back about 30 years um, when I was doing a bit of travelling with the kangaroos. And uh, naturally, it revolves around money. <laughs> so um, I was, we were in England for the World Cup final, and that was completely different to the way they play it now, where you, know, you had qualifying games uh, leading up. So we went over to play Great Britain. So we played three or four matches beforehand against, against the club sides, and I gave them a belting. And then uh, they they just got home um, in the World Cup final. It was uh, it was quite a good match. But then I get a call from work and say we want you to stay because the World Club Challenge and the Broncos are coming over. Yes, I said, oh okay. Um, so and they had a hell of a team, the Bronx. I mean, you just knew they weren't going to get beaten. Langer and Walters, Lazo, Gilly, Pearl, Nick Hancock. So Gordy. We said, yeah, okay. So we, we headed up to Wigan, and uh, I was travelling with uh, Bomber, you know, Chris Bombless from Channel 9. Yes. So we were, yeah, we were in the group in those days. And they were betting outrageous odds because everyone, everyone over there just thought that Wigan would win. So we've unloaded at odds of 15 to 8. Isn't that funny how I can still remember these odds <laughs> 30 years on? No. <laughs> <laughs> so 15 to 8 is effectively 2 to 1 in a two horse race. Uh, which we thought it was a one-horse race, to tell you the truth. Uh, so we unloaded in English pounds, which were worth quite a lot then, um, and got all our money. But uh, it was a couple of unbelievable weeks. Um, you know, a Wembley final, 73,000 at the final. And uh, the Roos only won that 10-6 against Great Britain. The Great Britain couldn't score a try. Our defence was unbelievable. And again, we had, you know, the likes of Alf and Lazo and Kevy all playing that. So there were six or seven Broncos in that kangaroo squad. So it was very memorable, uh, the fact that, you know, I got to go to Wembley with 73,000 there 
And then it was beautiful to sit with that smug look on your face, but not cheering as the Broncos just, uh, they beat them 22-8, but they'd had it put away by half time, from my memory. I mean, they softened a bit in the second half. I think the travel got to them. Um, but yes, it was a revolve around a fairly large bet. Um, <laughs> and we, we got the money. Um, the only trouble was two years later, Bomber and I were on a similar trip with the Roos, which was a, a very long trip. That was a full kangaroos tour, and it was the last of them. Ninety-four. Remember, yeah, along along comes ninety-five with Super League, and they didn't really do another proper kangaroos tour as such. Well, I don't think they've really done one since then. No. But this was this was a long, long trip, and Bomber and I had back to Australia to go through unbeaten, and we lost the first test. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've Paddy, never forgotten. Paddy, how ironic that you. Yeah, number 10 memory revolves around footy, bomber, and punting. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We got seven to one of them going undefeated, undefeated during the tour. And we get to the first test. I think they had, they had their halfbacks sent off. He poleaxed Brad Clyde. And this is where there's an inveterate dislike for Freddie here because Freddie broke straight up the middle, had Alf on his inside. All he had to do was pass to Alf. Alf's over under the post. Australia probably win the test. And Freddie dummied and tried to uh, go himself, and he got flattened. Jeez, he had so, a good dummy, though, mate. Dummy and step. Don't hold it against don't him. Don't hold it. Good on you, mate. <laughs> We've got to go. You can't see a clock weekend. Rest up, and we'll see whether you're back here tomorrow. On you, Paddy. All right, guys. See, see you, ya. mate.